Hello everybody, happy Sunday. This is your host, D Woods, and you're rocking with Two Scoops with Dre. We had a phenomenal show last week. Uh, I appreciate all of the comments online on YouTube, Apple Music. Um, I appreciate everyone for rocking with Two Scoops with Dre. Um, subscribe, share, support, do what you gotta do. Um, and once again, I thank you all for the support. Um, apologize about the delay in tonight's show. Uh, was scheduled to go to a series premiere for uh, my brother Bobby Lights and his show. Make sure you support that on Zeus Network. Bobby, I love you. Um, there was conflict with time and everything, but better late than never. And uh, never late is better. So here we go. Um, and it's on tonight. Um, tonight's show is part two of last week's discussion. Um how do we expect other people to be happy for us and are we happy for ourselves and once you get your shit together are people really happy for you or do they try to keep you down because you pose a threat to them uh i shared some of my own personal experience with this and we're gonna go to some really uh to some really 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 in-depth places tonight with this um as i had some of this happen uh, over the course of the last week since last week's episode even more so today so i do want to before we really get into the discussion i would like the opportunity to let you know now that um, it's going to get really graphic there's going to be some explicit language a little bit more so um tonight because i'm gonna be speaking from the heart and there's been a lot of stuff this week um that has transpired and uh i'm very passionate about some of the stuff that i'm going to be talking about so do not listen to this without your headphones in if you are at work or if you are around your children or people that are offended easily by explicit content again do not listen to this if you are around other people that are sensitive to the type of stuff that we're going to be talking about tonight but first and foremost, you know, I have to give a couple of shout outs to uh, some people um, that makes Two Scoops with Dre uh, possible. So first and foremost, you know, um, the most high is, you know, do all of the praises um, for, you know, giving me, you know, the sense to want to recreate this platform again and, you know, and using you guys to. Um, encourage me to get back into what it is that uh, I very passionate about and that's uh, creative content writing speaking um, helping others in general so um, secondly um, I would like to you know shout out to to mom Dukes um, had a phenomenal conversation with her today and uh, someone is close to her and who has a child struggling with addiction and, you know, being able to be there for her and, you know, give her a little bit of hope through my own story and testimony. Uh, thirdly, um, I would like to give a shout out to my better half, my significant other. Um, I appreciate everything that you are. Um, I know, and I told you that earlier this week, I don't tell you that nearly enough, but I want the world to know because apparently some motherfuckers always worried about what the fuck 
we doing in our fucking household and spreading rumors and shit talking about our marriage is a fucking sham and it's not legal and all of this shit and we as legal as we can fucking be it's extremely weird to me that motherfuckers are so worried about somebody else's sexual organs and where they going and what the fuck they doing with them and who sleep in whose bed at night i don't give a fuck what you motherfuckers do with your fucking dicks and pussies and mouths and all of that but you seem to be worried about ours so much stephanie so i believe of calling people out on their shit because people love to talk shit so much and love to try to keep somebody down and so that's what we're going to talk about tonight and why your success bothers people so much that they feel the need to have an hour and a half conversation about you and a phenomenal job that you're doing but try to poison it and make it look like you're really not doing anything or you're really not about the shit that you be talking about and so one of the things that i discovered through all of this though is that even through sobriety i i, I would say even more so being sober now i care a lot about what people think about me even probably more so than when i was on drugs because that feeling um was put away right um, because you out there, you're doing, you know, whatever your vice is and, you know, you out there looking bad and doing all types of crazy shit and hooking up with random people and stealing and shit. You look bad. So now for sure in sobriety, I definitely can care a lot about what people think about me and people say you shouldn't care, but I don't want anybody to look at me in a negative light. However, I know that that is something that I cannot control, right? Um, but I also don't want anyone to be like, Hey, what do you think about D Woods? Oh, he's a real piece of shit. Motherfucker. I wouldn't trust them or whatever. No, I don't want anybody to say any shit like that, but I just find it extremely weird that people worry so much about you and everything that you got going on. That is extremely weird to me because, uh, my husband and I, we don't sit up and worry about what somebody else is doing and telling people, Oh, well, his marriage is a sham or he married the girl with the big ass head in three months after knowing her and he's uh in question his uh his integrity or his morale or his principles or um no one questions that you are a fake christian and that you um practice the love of all people except those that identify same sex and you portray yourself to be this holy man and you don't really love everybody but we don't sit up and talk about that shit we don't talk about you and your flat feet and um your lack of true boxing and taekwondo or whatever it is that you do i don't really know what it is that you fucking do um i don't think anybody really does but we don't sit up and talk about you and worry about you and we don't worry about your homegirl and the fact that her husband left her because she's only worried about her and um not really focused on their marriage and all of that stuff so we don't really talk about that shit but it's extremely honoring to know that you guys are flattered by us and the shit that the woods are doing and the shit that we're making happen um so we appreciate that you keep our names in your mouth and that you support us whether you know it or not so again thank you with your hating ass and <clears throat> anytime you need to see any paperwork regarding our marriage that occurred in beverly hills by the way on february 2nd um 
be you know let me know and, and and we can meet up somewhere girl okay you and that pink skirt and those ugg boots that you used to tip down long beach boulevard in but that's neither here nor there <laughs> so um people see when you are down and out people appreciate you they appreciate you because oh man you're gonna get your shit together or you kill shit or you doing this and you doing that thank you for cleaning my house and thank you for being a slave and thank you for allowing me to brainwash you and pollute you and keep you in a problem but when you start to grow when you start to grow oh it's a problem and everything is negative and then they gotta critique everything that you do which in turn causes you to critique yourself and you start to question your own self and your own sanity like shit is this really what am i supposed to be what i'm supposed to be doing am i really barking up the right tree because see someone to know your potential and um they know that you could be the goddamn president of nasa and they'll tell you that you should be uh the hiring manager at McDonald's. No shade to McDonald's employees, by the way, because I was one at one point in my life, twice. Uh, but I'm just saying, they know what you're capable of, and they know the type of threat that you will be to them and their small, shallow egos, and to keep them content about their job and their place in fucking life they'll tell you that you really can't do something or that you shouldn't be doing it because they don't want to see you living well they don't want to see you pulling up in a new car and happy in a bank account and kids and a beautiful life and you and your spouse taking fucking trips going all around the world and letting the world see they don't want that they want to keep you in a one-bedroom apartment and uh, all bills paid in the middle of the hood. And uh, Actually, they don't even want you there. They want you living with somebody, probably them, so you can keep their house clean, playing Molly the fucking maid. Because that's what people do. And sometimes we fall victim to their suggestions and we will devalue ourselves even though that we know that we have a lot of fucking potential is that ass backwards or is that backwards ass which one is it because i'm not really sure and the thing is you got to figure out uh is that ass backwards or is that backwards ass uh, and so uh i want to give you guys an example of this uh within myself <clears throat> so I like I said I've um you guys know I have been writing um since I was a kid, right? I used to write these stories, I used to write these plays, I used to write these uh letters, uh so I've always been a writer. Um and <clears throat> it got serious two thousand eleven ish um, I've always entertained entertained the thoughts of being a writer and releasing these books and or these mem a series of memoirs. Um, those dreams um, actually um, came to reality uh, back in 2012. 2012, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah, bitch. Um, but I started working with um, first it was grand central publishing and then it was hatchet 
uh, and you know, I was so excited. I get excited about shit. And so I start telling y'all shit before it actually happens. And then I wonder why the fuck it doesn't happen. Um, and that's because people are prey on you not being successful. Or they'll steal your ideas and they'll make them their own. So with Two Scoops with Dre, I was working with um, sponsors and um you know, laying out, doing an outline of what I wanted this to look like, how far I wanted this to go, um, <clears throat> before I even spoke it to anyone other than my husband, the one I got the paperwork on, yeah, him, and my mom, and also um, two friends um, that have very similar platforms, but uh, they're pioneers in this and uh, have been doing this for a really long time. Um, before I even shared this with anybody, um, I wanted to see it get off of the ground because <clears throat> what was happening in the past was I was releasing like little, I remember I used to do like these little snippets, um, these little half like free books. Um, I would take little pieces out of, um, the manuscript out of each chapter. Um, I would, uh, compile them and then I would release them like at this certain time on social media. Right. And, um. I was giving people shit that wasn't ready to be given, right? And, you know, obviously there was shit being revealed in these books about people, uh, people being outed, uh, about people that I had relations with, uh, that were in the closet or whatever, you know. That's the type of space. And that's the type of time I was on at that time. I was um, 24, 25, extremely immature in the mind still. Uh, and very much a homewrecker at that point in life. Um, however, um, things always didn't work out, you know, um, between people praying that I wasn't successful and my own selfishness and me battling my own demons with addiction and men and um, things weren't successful and I never understood why. And then it kind of looked like, oh, the same people that were praying that the shit wasn't successful would then come back around and make it look like a bitch was lying. Like, oh, well, what happened? Oh, you were just lying. You just wanted some attention or you wanted to hype everybody up. No, bitch. You prayed that it wouldn't come to fruition. And now you want to make a bitch look like a liar. But at the end of the day, it was on me because I shouldn't have shared the shit with anybody in the first place. Okay. Uh, again, I shouldn't have shared this shit with anybody in the first place because it wasn't ready to be shared. So Two Scoops with Dre had to go through uh, an evolution before it was even ready. I had to have everything signed with Apple and Spotify and, and, and Deezer and TuneIn and Pandora and Google and everybody else. Who, whatever, I, I want to... Uh, acknowledge all platforms because i don't want to be like that but i shared it when it was ready to be shared with everybody it wasn't fucking ready to be shared and i knew i didn't want to share it yet because i knew people were going to be trying to step on it and hate on it and do whatever it is that they do because i've realized what people do oh yeah the jig is up um and I wanted it to be something really special this time. I wanted to, I wanted this, and I want this to go further than any other blog has. And if you go back and do your research with Jones Rights Inc., I did some shit, okay? I moved some numbers and did a lot of guest features on a lot of um, 
a lot of platforms and uh but this is going to be even bigger than that was you know god willing um i stay dedicated and stay true to it even when i don't want to uh because today was one of those days where i was kind of like well you know i i was supposed to go see bobby lights and we were supposed to go hang out you know uh some other people were going to be there natalie nunn and Roland ray and you know to go kiki um with some people you know um that i've interacted with um and running in some of the same social circles um at some point you know i'm starting to reintegrate into those circles now um so i wanted to go you know support and also network and you know just have a good time you know me and the spouse and um so as that did not happen because of the you know the conflict with time and uh, i was like oh well you know what i'll record maybe i do one tomorrow um i just want to chill but then I said, no, you know what? Uh, I'm going to get up. I got people that are uh, waiting on this, uh, people that look forward to this, um, and I'm dedicated to this, and so I'm going to do this. And so um, I then received this notification um, about a review, um, and so I'm going to read the review to you guys. And so that definitely made me um, get my ass up and get in gear uh let's see let's see where is it where did it go okay um it says this is such a great show love the way d woods keeps it real and keeps you wanting more and more i can see this guy going far my wife and I tune in every Sunday for the new episode, and we anticipate it airing. God bless Two Scoops with Dre. Put the little um, hand heart sign and some gratitude praying hands and signed off on it as Tommy and Michelle. So shout out to Tommy and Michelle, whoever you are. I'm glad that D. Woods here. Um, this is D Woods, and I'm glad that you rock with Two Scoops with Dre, and we love and support you, and thank you for the support, and thank you for the absolutely amazing and encouraging review. Uh, I encourage you guys, if you guys listen to this, uh, please do not be afraid to um, leave reviews um, and support, man, support, support, um, because I would or I do support you. Um, and last night, uh, real quick, uh, I have to tell everybody this because this shit is such a fucking trip. Um, I would like to shout out to my cousin, Jessica. You know, like I, I shouted out to her last week. You know, she's she supports this. She's uh, definitely supporting the movement. Uh, that's my editor, my proofreader, all of this shit that I need her to be. Uh, Maverick and Riders, uh, God, mom, shout out. Yeah, I kind of just threw that on her anyway. Um but yeah that's her um but we last night uh she i i received uh a tiktok and shout out to um shit shout out to whoever did this tiktok you guys might have seen it um they recreated the scene on titanic where jack um was dead and rose didn't know it at that point and they were getting ready to get rescued you know the jack wake up jack and then the scene goes around and the camera turns around and you got the whole family, everybody in the water dead. Um, and so then in turn, they made me want to cut on Titanic and watch Titanic. And um, 
I say, hey, you know what? I wonder if they have some fucking deleted scenes. I love deleted scenes in movies, uh, especially cult classics like Titanic. So, long behold, there's this whole shitload of scenes that, um, that I didn't know existed. And apparently a lot of other people don't know that these scenes exist too. Unless you're uh, a true fan of Titanic and you Google weird shit like we do. Um, and so when I'm talking about these scenes, these deleted scenes, I mean, they should have been in the fucking movie. The alternate ending to the Titanic, I don't want to spoil any of these scenes for you guys, but I strongly encourage you guys to get on YouTube and type in Titanic deleted scenes. It's like watching the Titanic all over again. It's like maybe like 30-ish, 30 scenes, 30, maybe 30 to 40 because there was like 24 in the two clips that I watched and then something said still type in Titanic deleted scenes and then a whole series uh, more popped up I mean a whole like a whole nother shitload of them popped up and the alternate ending just blew me away it was like mind-blowing and it was also funny at the same time uh, it was great and so I encourage that I encourage you guys to watch that um so yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys that it's before we jump back into what we were talking about. Anyway, so, um, so yeah, so that's why I chose to jump on and, and, and do this because I know that you guys look forward to it. And as I do it, I have a really great time um, giving you guys a glimpse into my life and my world and, and what's going on. And uh, as time progresses, you know, there will be um, other people, um, but I can hold this motherfucker down for three or four of us. Uh, so there will be co-hosts um, and we will be um, having interactions Um live discussions with fans on social media um so that is on the way but right now it's just you and me and we rocking we rocking like stockings okay um but so i get a phone call this morning from someone um somebody that i'm fairly close to and he was like yeah blah 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 you know said this and you know i was telling them how i look up to you in your marriage and uh, in turn he said their marriage isn't real it's a sham he's manipulated him into wanting to be with him and all of this so i i hear this shit and i'm like oh so i go in the you know in the other room and i my you know my my husband's in there and i was like did i manipulate you into marrying me do you feel manipulated into marrying me uh are you not happy is this not real is this not legal uh i know we stood up in the fucking courtroom and uh and swore and got this paperwork signed and then we had a whole fucking wedding in front of an ordained minister um who then signed off on it and then you know we got all of this stuff and so he was like no like i mean whatever he's like let them talk fuck them is what he said f-u-c-k-t-h-e-m exclamation point so with that being said fuck you okay because that is as backwards that I begin to even question myself after a hater had something to say. A hater had something to say and then he made a bitch be like, oh, well, shit, is this shit, uh, is this shit even legal? Hold on, I dropped my headphones. I'm like, is this shit even legal? Is this shit? And no, damn well, this shit legal. Uh, but see, what happened is my shit wasn't always together. So then when I got my shit together and somebody actually loves me, truly loves me, 
um, and encourage me encourages me to do well and strives for greatness in sometimes um, majority of the time putting his needs before my own it's uh something that's new and people don't like that for me they like for me to get have bullshit ass niggas with uh, four and five baby mamas uh that's on the dl and uh uh i think that the shit is hilarious and um people um people like for you to stay in that place and uh it's funny it's quite comical and so now that uh shit's happening people are uh you know they don't want they don't want a bitch to be happy and everything is fake and all of this because they like for you to be alone they don't want you to be in love with somebody and somebody truly to adore you and know your worth and make you appreciate life that much more and you strive they push you to strive for greatness as you push them they don't like the fact that you guys are now parents and you have a fucking baby and you're raising someone to be great and helping them see their worth they want you to be down and out on your back nobody fucking with you you staying in the dumps and you being forever stagnant so when you get your shit together people don't like that okay they like for you to be on the bus hey no shade to bus riders again i'm speaking my truth i have been a bus rider i never forget where i come from okay god willing i'm just not trying to go back there okay um and not being able to hop into a car or you actually ha having a car and your name on paperwork and you having a lease or a mortgage they don't like that type of shit they don't like when you have a house full of food and you can say oh i don't know what i'm gonna i don't know what i want to eat instead of you saying i don't know what i'm gonna eat because i ain't got nothing to eat they don't fucking like that shit so when you get your fucking shit together bitch it's a problem okay so i encourage everybody to stay on your motherfucking shit because when you get your shit together bitch the girls can't take you and you gag the girls okay you gag them you gag them okay because they used to you being all down and out and looking a fucking mess and not having nothing but 47 cents in your pocket because that was me, okay? 47 fucking cents when I arrived to treatment. I have 47 fucking cents in my fucking pocket. In a horrible bleach blonde hair job. And they felt better than a bitch. But they knew what a bitch could do. And so, um getting your shit together oh no they'll try to keep you down and i've the crazy thing is i i've confronted people um about me about them i i felt like uh that they were holding me down and keeping me oppressed and they openly admitted to it said yeah because i feel like you're a threat to me and my ego and um you're very intelligent and um yeah i view you as a threat in, in in other words, it's like okay, you're a smart black bitch, and um, 
people can easily misjudge you in your level of intelligence and um you demand a lot of attention when you enter into rooms and people love and they respect you so um i want to try to take that away from you oh yeah that's what that was saying i don't know if you guys could pick up on that when i said that when i was quoting what they said but that is what they said so hearing shit like that makes me want to continue to go harder and as i have right um you know um so that's what i encourage people to do because i could have took what i heard and i could have said you know what uh, i don't want you to feel like that uh, I, I mean i really don't want you to feel like that but i mean i can't really do anything about how the fuck you feel at the end of the day because this those are your feelings right just like um the tired queen um that said that me and my husband's marriage was a sham i can't he can't really do anything about me feeling like that. I mean, I mean, just like the same way you can't help your wife's head is the size of a fucking watermelon. I mean, like, God, like, do you have to hold that thing up when you fuck her or what? I mean, I don't really know, bitch. <laughs> it's just extremely uncomfortable for me to even look at her head and your stacked teeth and wonder how do they exist together i mean i don't really care i mean i think it's kind of creepy maybe you guys get together and you create fruit salad i guess no shade bitch but um so yeah i encourage everybody to get their shit together you know i mean great things are happening you know with two scoops with dre you know we definitely uh demanding some uh getting some attention some much needed attention uh you know we are looking at actual studios uh, because right now i am working from home and that is okay and that's why sometimes you guys hear uh random cars driving by and you might hear a damn lapd uh ambulance driving by that's okay Okay, I was ashamed of it in the first couple of episodes, and that's why shit would happen, and I would press pause, and uh, because I wanted you guys to thought that we already had our shit so together that we were in the studio and there was um, nothing. But fuck that shit. No, I'm recording from home. Okay, and my I live on a I live off of a main street, and there is traffic, and you guys might hear a motorcycle revving, or you might hear a damn ambulance. Okay, if you don't like hearing that shit, then you don't have to be here. Okay, but I wanted to let you guys know, and I cared a lot about what you guys thought the first couple of episodes. And a bitch of press pause as soon as I heard the dog barking uh, down the hallway, and all of that, and then I start saying like, "Oh, well, yeah, you know what?" And start doing all of that to try to get the sound out because I was like so fucking embarrassed. And then it dawned on me. It's like, hey, you just now starting off. You're not the only person that creates content in their home. And you live in a heavy populated area. And there's activity. So don't be ashamed of anything. Because you also got a fucking house to record in, bitch. So let's be grateful. And let's not be ashamed. Okay? Let the church say amen. Amen. Um, but, um. You know, I was, you know, working out some things. Uh, you know, I outlined this thing in a way that it looks. Um, I come up with these titles uh, of these episodes, like, as they're being recorded or afterwards. Uh, and um, see, there go a car right there. Holla. Um, and so I'm laying out the outline of these groups and like some people that I want on. Um, like I said, you know, I have definitely uh, <clears throat> reestablished contact with some big names. Um, 
in the blog world, the music world, um, podcast artists, uh, and so there definitely will start being um, some guests on the show. Um, but like I said, I am strong enough to hold this motherfucker down by myself as I have been for the last month and, um, we make shit happen and, uh, I appreciate it. Um, you guys, if there's anything that you guys want to discuss or any questions, um, that you feel like you want to ask or you need answers to, um, do not hesitate to at me on Twitter or IG or even the two scoops with Dre facebook page again there is a two scoops with dre facebook page okay um you can ask questions there you can message me um dm me um ig same thing two scoops with dre um twitter two scoops with dre um on the actual two scoops with dre.com website um you can message me also i can subscribe to the newsletter for updates um, so if there's anything that you guys want to hear or you guys would like discuss or you have a question um, that you want to ask and you want me to answer it on air, I mean, ask and you shall receive. So definitely don't be afraid to interact with me. Um, I interact back. I do follow back. Um, except when you're weird um extremely weird and that won't get you follow back um that'll get you pushed the fuck away and block because my block game is also really fucking heavy too but you got to be extremely weird okay um but don't be afraid to interact and support because the thing is the only way that this thing is going to continue to happen is if you guys like subscribe share support review um message um interact you know be an avid supporter and i have some of those i do have a lot of those a few actually a lot is a reach um i have some few i have a few that are very dedicated um but there's always more um needed um the more we have the further we can go again the more we have the further we can go and that's with anything in life um when we have support um, that makes us want to keep going harder at the things that we do because we do need those attaboys in that you're doing a good job contrary to what a lot of people believe that um, when you get an attaboy that causes you to get off the gas that's not true um, we need attaboys because we need we need to know that people are paying attention to us and that they're watching us and that they see us growing because we try a lot to grow i try a lot to grow I need people to know that I am growing and that I am changing, but sometimes people will be slow to see the change or they might not want to see the change, right? Um, so there is always that, but you can't not let that stop you from growing because a bitch don't want to see the change in you. That's them and it's their fault and it's their shit. So don't allow their insecurities to keep you from growing because at the end of the day, people are going to do what they're going to do and you don't have any control over what people do. Um, and you uh hold on i just got a text from my aunt she asking about if i was watching something on bigo uh and if you guys are on bigo um uh, jump in over there shout out to bigo um shout out to um everyone is doing their thing on bigo um the people that i support over there and follow and interact with uh dayway dre baby um Pastor P, uh, 
Ebby May, I fuck with her even though some people, you know, disagree with her and the things that she do. Um, I support her and I fuck with her. So shout out to to uh, Ebby May, um, Ari the Don. Uh, shout out to you, uh, China Red, Cali Blue, uh, God Zeus, the real Super B. Yes, Lady Low. Um, shout out to y'all um, and supre- appreciate the interactions and the support that you guys uh, definitely throw this way too. Um, I definitely love and uh, have fun over there on Bigo. So if you are on Bigo, um, don't be afraid to jump into the room and interact with me. Uh, it is on. I am Bigo. I mean Bigo. I am at my at is I am Dre. Um, so don't be afraid to. Um, come follow over there and take a look in and see what it uh what we do over there um because we have fun over there too you know we have fun all the way around we try to have fun um so the thing is um you gotta live life and you gotta have fun right we on this journey you know with our son maverick and uh you know, getting everything situated and uh, taking care of for him to be welcomed into our life. Had a, um, a issue at the foster home that he's in right now um, because, you know, he is being adopted from um, <clears throat> foster care. And they had a COVID outbreak and Little Maverick and some of his other uh, roommates or doormates um, all ended up... Um, getting COVID from someone that is employed there um and it's just heartbreaking when you know a little kid gets it especially one that um you call um your kid and you're not being able to be there and take care of them and nurse them back to health and all of that but we definitely appreciate them providing us with updates on um how he's doing they give us update daily or if anything changes but overall um he's definitely doing well um so yeah, we've also been going through that this week with him. Um, but like I said, overall, he's doing well. Um, shout out to everyone, you know, who jumped in on the baby registry um, to make sure that, uh, you know, my spouse and I uh, have everything needed uh, for him when he comes home. Um, I definitely didn't want to make a baby registry because I was like, well, first of all, he ain't no fucking baby. Right. And I don't want a bitch to think we begging. And, um my 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 friend hot boy josh um he's like fuck that shit um you need to make a baby registry there's people out here that love you guys and they support you and look up to what you guys are doing or whatever he said you know and so then i thought about it and i was like yeah you know what and so then my cousin jessica was like yeah i've been waiting i was wondering where it's at and all that and i was like well okay um, so we made that and then people just started jumping in and killing shit and Xing their list off. Okay. Um, and I appreciate everyone for doing that. And, uh, I can tell you for sure, you know, my husband does as well. And so does baby Maverick. Uh, Maverick appreciates everything that you guys are purchasing for him and all of the love and all of the gifts. Um, because you guys are definitely, uh, killing shit, you know, little bikes and cars and, clothes and shoes and comforters and um all of the little things that uh you know that he needs and that he'll support um so thank you um so we're gonna end here uh tune in next week same time actually we'll be on time 
Um, and that means that the episode will be uploaded at 7 p.m. So be there or be square. Um, subscribe, share, support. Two Scoops with Dre. Um, let me give you guys everything that I'm on so you guys can follow me. Um, and you can know what the fuck is going on. Uh, okay. Um, on Flickr. Uh, for you guys that are into uh, taking pictures of nature and cool shit like that, I'm actually on Flickr because I love photos. Um, two Scoops with Dre. Um, Twitter, Two Scoops with Dre. Instagram, Two Scoops with Dre. Um, we're on house uh, for those of you that are on house. Uh, Pinterest, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio iHeart, Deezer, YouTube, Facebook. Um, some things are still being worked out with the contract with Pandora with Two Scoops with Dre, but it is on the way, okay? So, bitch, pray for it and pray that it doesn't succeed if you want to, bitch. It's already on the way, bitch, okay? So, that's why I shared it with you guys, okay? And definitely we... Um, like I said, we interact, we follow back, um, all of that cool shit. Actually, a bitch needs some uh, some uh, followers on Instagram. You guys jump all over me on Twitter and shit, and I got hundreds of followers and shit over there. But I ain't got a one on Instagram, okay? And I don't know if I should take that shit personal or what. But if you're on Instagram, follow us at Two Scoops with Dre. Uh, we love and appreciate it. We appreciate you. Um, this is us signing off and have hope you guys have a blessed and phenomenal safe week. Um, see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday. This is your host, D Woods, and you're rocking with me on Two Scoops with Dre. Today is August 14, 2022. Um. I appreciate everyone that tuned in last week. I appreciate all of the feedback that I I got. It was absolutely amazing. Um, I love you all. Um, I can't begin to thank you for your kind words and your support and the traffic on the website. Uh, everything from Amazon to Apple Music to Deezer. Um, you guys definitely had everything popping. And so... Um, <clears throat> I wanted to start off with that, just saying thank you guys. Um, I am truly humbled and grateful to um, everyone that has reached out and supported and downloaded and purchased. And um, things are only going to keep getting better. So um, thank you guys so much for um, for everything. Um, I just truly appreciate it. <clears throat> um, so... First things first, um, you know, this week, uh, you know, we lost Anne Hesh, um, the actress, you know, in an accident. Um, a very, very sad and a series of unfortunate events. So, um, prayers go out to all of her family and friends and loved ones and fans, uh, myself included being a fan, um, you know, phenomenal actress, such a great talent, um just sad to you know hear about that this week and uh you know like i said prayers go out to her and her family um but today today what i wanted to talk about is um 
when you're down. When I'm talking about down, down in the trenches, doing bad, um, nowhere to turn to, nobody to turn to, um, because one thing that I said and that you all know, and for the new people that are coming in, um, I am going to always be completely transparent. Um, I chose and choose to be very vocal about this part of my life and uh, the past, the present, and the future where life is going, um, where I've been, and um, the road that I'm on now. Um, so first, before we um, dive into everything, there's a couple of um, shout outs that I, I definitely uh, I need to um, you know, definitely do. So first things first, you know, um, I would definitely like to, you know, thank God for blessing me with this opportunity again to um, get back on such a great platform and, you know, be uh, an asset to so many people's lives, and including my own. Um, like to thank my mom for sure. She was like, what do I need to download? How do I want to support you. Um, you know, I would like to. You know, definitely give a special shout out to my um, significant other. Um, he knows who he is. He he rides. It's my better half. Um, best friend, confidant, supporter. Um, stays up countless hours. Um, killing shit in here with these uh, the stuff on the on the website on the blog, um, learning to do all of these different things because at this point, like I said last week, we're choosing to keep a lot of this in-house versus last time where I was, you know, dealing with publishing um, houses and contracts and, and all of that good stuff. You know, down the line, who's to say what's going to happen? But right now, we're choosing to keep all of this internal in the Woods household. So that means that um, there's a lot of stepping up our skills um, from both of us. And, you know, he's definitely been killing shit. You know, he is the real GOAT. Um, he does his thing all the way around. Um, great best friend, great partner, uh, ride or die, um, phenomenal father, um, son. So, you know, I appreciate you and I, I love you definitely. Um, don't even have to say that. Um, my cousin Jessica, um, who chimes in and gives feedback on the website all of the time, what needs to be changed, what needs to do this, definitely making sure that, you know, at Two Scoops with Dre, we stay on top of our shit. Um, <clears throat> so I wanted to take this opportunity to, you know, give her some thanks too. Uh, my friend, Hot Boy Josh, you know who you are. Uh, appreciate you. Um, jumping in and downloading and, you know, trying to spread the word and get everything out there too. Um, so, you know, I definitely wanted to say thank you to those few people and there's so many more, so don't feel left out. You will get shouted out at some point, but those people were on my heart today to let everyone know, um, just how much they're killing shit for me. Uh, and I appreciate it. Uh, everyone here at Two Scoops with Dre appreciates it. Um, all of the fans appreciate all your hard work. Um, so thank you guys. So going back to what we were talking about and, and this week's title is of this episode is the miseducation of D woods, right? Um, we've heard of the miseducation of so many people, right? Um, and so tonight what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the miseducation that, um, was 
bestowed upon me if if I should say right um and life's ups and downs the journey that I've been on that I've endured um and how it got me to where I am now right um and where I'm going and in the process the people around you and how those people um sometimes will rally around you at your lowest point in life but when you start to give back up nobody's around or they don't want to support you um they seemingly support you when you're down or they are supporting you when you're down because you're down and that makes them feel good about themselves right um because you don't really pose a threat to their success and their well-being and i always said this shit and actually corinne um elizabeth actually we say this all of the time people want you to do good they just don't want you to do better than them right um but really some people don't want you to do even a little bit of a good right um so i've had i've been i literally have lived um coast to coast and toe to toe I've met so many people, so many quote unquote, and I'm using air quotes, friends, um, the family calling uh, my mom, mom, and my grandmother, granny, and my little brother, little bro, and I love you, and this and this and that, right? And all the while, it's based off of what, um, what can be done, what can be done from, from me to benefit them in some way, but still keeping me down, not giving me too much, um, keeping me in the addiction and the problem, um, all the while watching them grow and keeping me stagnant, right? And some people are like, hey D, what are you talking about? Um, that's not all of them to blame. No, it's not, but when some people are in a position to be helpful or give you that 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 shoulder to lean on or or step on i guess i should say and they choose not to because why because they know if you step the fuck up then it's going to be a motherfucking problem so um i want to i don't actually want to apologize but i do want everyone to know that there is profanity used on this podcast because i speak freely and i speak and i bring who i am to the table and i will not switch up who i am to try to appease someone so if you're trying to listen to this at work and you don't have your airpods or your earphones in earbuds i suggest that you get them or if not if you around your friends and y'all can listen to this shit together then that's what you do but don't listen to this if you know you're gonna um get some slack for it some flack excuse me um from um your bosses at church, wherever you may choose to be wanting to listen to Two Schools with Dre because I know you guys want to take me everywhere with you and I want to go everywhere you guys go. So I appreciate it. But once again, it says in the um, in the outline, right, of the podcast, adult content, not safe for work, 18 plus, explicit content. So just be prepared. Sometimes I might go... Um, without using profanity and then sometimes it may be loaded so um just know that but um okay so people 
right? Um, I've, like I said, I've lived coast to coast, toe to toe. Um, I've endured a lot of different people, people uh, wanting to help me, people that know my talent, people that know this, they know that. Um, but do they really help me in, in a productive way? No, they help keep me down, right? Because, I mean, I don't want to sound egotistical, but it's going to sound egotistical, so fuck it, right? Um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, have that type of support growing up where, you know, education was stressed, right? Um, from my mother, I will say, from my mom. And I had some, some role models, you know, um, the women in the family definitely modeled um, the importance in education and success. So I did know that education was important and there was no not doing homework or any of that shit. It was like, nope, you're doing this. This is what you're doing. You want to strive for this. Um, you want to have your picture in every um, every club in the yearbook as possible. You want to go to school. You want to go to college. You want to do this. You want to do that. And at times it seemed very attractive. And I think honestly, deep down inside, I really wanted to do all of those things. I just didn't necessarily know how to do all of those things. And I also lacked help, asking for help. I didn't have humility to say, hey, help me. Because a lot of people will still ask me to this day. They'll say, hey, D, what is one of the things that you regret the most? And I'll say, not going to college immediately. Um, and, you know, taking me, um, you know, some time to actually get there. Um because I didn't really understand the level of importance. And then when I did go to college, it was like, um, it was a party house. That's what I chose to, you know, I left and I went to school. I went to a, a really great school in, in Minnesota and um, hanging out with the frat guys and, you know, and the sororities and all of those people. And um, I didn't really, exercise the right to education right i exercised my right to party and that's exactly what i did and so um i excelled very well in school and academics and all of that stuff um so i say all of that to say i guess you could say i'm pretty fucking smart um i would say i'm pretty smart and i think that anyone that actually truly knows me would definitely say the same thing too um and I try to give the education away to people uh, freely. I've always loved books. I've always loved reading. I love writing. Um, I've always tried to learn something, even still to this day. I try to tell people, people that I mentor, at the end of the night, you want to lay your head down um, with knowing that you've attained something new from that day, some new form of knowledge, right? Because it's extremely important. And I don't care if it's um, Wikipedia or watching the History Channel or National Geographic, um, but you need to learn something. And so I've always tried to push for that and I try to push other people to do the same thing. Um, and so when my head is on straight, right, uh, I know what to do, how to do it, how to go about doing it, and I make shit happen. Um, but there's this other side of me that, like I said earlier, going to the back to college and the partying and the drugs and the alcohol. That's a part of me that uh, that I love and I live for partying 
and the turn up and like being the life of the party, except for me, I don't know when the fuck to stop partying, right? We go out for the weekend, I go to the club, everybody's drinking, doing this, smoking a blunt. Um, I go home and I'm still doing that. I'm still doing the partying. I'm still kicking it and drinking and snorting and doing this and that. And it's already Tuesday and everybody's like, what the fuck, D? Like, you still turned up? And so time started to pass by. And so some of those key players um, and some of those really great people in my life, those friends and um, certain family members were kind of like, all right, well, you need to get your shit together or you don't want to get your shit together. I don't want to be a part of the destruction and the demise of D Woods. Right. And so um, I would latch on to these false families and these false hopes and um because my family was the problem right that's what i used to say it was my family they were the problem they didn't understand me uh, so i want to go over here where my friend's mom smokes blunts and snorts cocaine with her and that's the thing to do i wish i had that type of mom how crazy is that just saying that aloud right now um and having the mature mind that i have that is absolutely insane because i could not even remotely think of um doing those types of things today with you know with my son you know and and god willing you know in the next less than a year um daughter too you know um we'll talk a lot more about that but yes no we are um my husband and i are aiming for a daughter um to accompany our beautiful son and so that way he's not the only child and you know um give some beautiful sweet daughter uh, uh, <clears throat> a beautiful life too um so like i said god willing and you know like i said we will definitely um follow and our journey into parenting is well documented and footage and um clips of those will start to be released um soon on um vimeo and some other streaming platforms um there's some stuff that's still being worked out um stuff that we're still doing um so you know so thank you um and i appreciate you, you know your support and all your encouragement with that too um it's been super super duper helpful um and i want to say um yeah, so with that, right, these people are coming around and uh, I want these things. And um, it's kind of like Dre, like, um, what can you do for me, right, in a sense? Uh, whether it be I need you to babysit my kids, I need you to clean my house, here, I'll buy you some heroin to... Um, so that way you're not going through withdrawal, so that way you can function, so that way you can be Molly the maid, right? Um, and knowing that everything else is kind of being pushed to the side, right? Because when I get in that mode, I ain't really thinking about school or education. Actually, I, I would still try to learn things. I remember I would get, like, really high and, and 
get on Wikipedia or National Geographic and be learning shit. And I have my little notebook with all these little scribblings and writings and poems and, and short stories and contacts and things like that. And um, little things that I would see or people or places or things and I would write them down and go back and do further research on them. So I can't discredit myself and say that I wasn't still even trying to learn then. But I wasn't <clears throat> fully coherent and present and having that true desire uh, to learn, right? I remember I would be so bitter at watching everyone else live their life and go to school and graduate and getting married and having babies and buying houses and shit. I would be so bitter. There was a part of me that was, um, there was a part of me that was really sincere and sincerely happy for everyone. And then there was the other half of me that I was just like, what the fuck? What about me? I'm fucking 25, 28, 29, 30 years old, and I don't have shit. It's truly shit of my own. Okay, I got some Armani and some Burberry and some shit like that, but I don't have anything to um, secure my future or to be uh, living a better life, right? I have no bank accounts. I have no cars in my name. I have some clothes. Majority of them were probably stolen. Um, only thing that I have to my name is the thief, the drug addict. Um, and <clears throat> uh, the people that I surrounded myself with chose to keep me there, like I said. Um, and that's how I thought the rest of my life was going to be. Um, and so sometimes people, like I said way earlier when we first started this, you know, 20 minutes ago, is that um, people can know your capabilities and your strengths and your weaknesses. And they'll focus on the weaknesses and keep you there rather than trying to help you um, with your strengths and your abilities to succeed because... Um, they know that you truly are a threat when you are in a clear state of sound mind and body and you can really make some shit happen for yourself. Right. Um, so they feel bad. They feel bad. Again, I'm going to say that again. They feel fucking bad when you on top of your motherfucking shit. When you on top of your shit, they think that they ain't shit. Because they're too busy trying to compare themselves to you. Too busy trying to compare themselves to you. Because they so busy looking at when you were strung out on dope. And you were around here and you were stealing shit from everybody. Nobody wanted you around. You running in and out of stores. You picking up cigarette butts off the ground. Rolling cigarettes. You begging for a dollar. You stealing quarters. You doing this. You stealing people's credit card information. You stealing from the people that you love the most. They like it when you stay there. They like it when you stay there because they feel good about themselves. And I know you motherfuckers know I'm not lying to you, right? Um, I remember everything that I just shared was actually a part of, of, of my story. The picking up random cigarettes off of the ground, um, stealing from all my loved ones, feeling extremely bad while I'm doing it. But also, none of them really wanted to fuck with me. And I can't really blame them now. Like, okay, you didn't want to fuck with me. Okay, I wouldn't want to have fucked with me either, right? Um, but then the people that were okay with what you were doing, right? Um, 
they were okay with you stealing from your family because they knew that they were going to benefit and they were going to get high from it too. They knew that they were going to get some fucking cigarettes and they was going to get some dope and they was going to party and alcohol and you treat and you're going to the club and y'all going to Wendy's and y'all doing this. And if you hit a big enough sting that you're going to be living a good life for like a week. Okay. And so they're not going to tell you, no, D, that is absolutely insane. You better not do that shit. Um, hey, let's sober up and let's go get a job where, hey, let's, when I say let's, I mean, Sometimes they could be in that same situation too, or they could be sober, but they just want to keep you down, right? Because they want to have something to talk about, right? Um, they look at their little boring ass lives with no excitement and their little minimum wage job that they've been in and haven't progressed and annual reviews come and they still fucking suck and they get um, written up and they change jobs every, excuse me, they change jobs every um Every time the wind blows, right? They know when you on your shit, oh, you on your shit, right? Life is beautiful. Um, you are truly blessed. You have all of these things, right? And some people are praying on your downfall and your demise. I'm not lying to y'all. Yeah, no, I'm not lying. Um, and that was um the story of me and all of those people but see one thing for sure is that eventually oh i woke up and i cleared my mind from all of the haze right and then i had to re-evaluate re everybody that was in my life and there were some people that through all of that that were um, extremely loyal supporting and encouraging they weren't supportive of the addiction, but they're like, hey, let's get you off of drugs. Let's get you in the treatment. Let's do this. Let's focus on this writing career and let's focus on this and um, the blogging and, and sharing your gifts with the world. Let's focus on that. I'm not here to support any of the other bullshit. And so those people, um, they were no brainers for me to keep around. And then there were the other people, like I said, um, the ones that. Uh, supported the problem and chose to keep me in the problem uh, because they're in the problem, right? Or that little minimum wage job they felt really good about. They, you know, you might get employee of the month, okay? Uh, but they know when you get back on your shit or when you own your shit, woo, it's terrible. It's painful, and it's painful sometimes for people to actually see you fucking succeed. It's painful. It's painful for him. But just because, just like I said, I was that guy that when I would see somebody, you know, get newly engaged or, you know, just bought a house or shit, even an apartment. And I'm like, oh, here I am, stuck. Stuck. And for me to actually succeed and to do well and thrive, I knew that I had to separate myself from a lot of those people, okay? Um, and that's what I chose to do. And some of it was, some of them were rather easy to separate from. And some of them were kind of fucking hard. Some of them were hard in a sense, um, uh, because I felt like they loved me or they had my best interest or they were down and they were in my corner and they rode with me through thick and thin. They used to ride with me to go hit this leg and they did this. And when I didn't have nowhere to stay, they let me sleep in their closet. Hello, closet. First of all, right. That makes no sense, but that's how distorted my thinking was. My thinking was distorted, right? I had this problem, and 
I remember some people would just try to use me for some connections. You know, they're like, oh, well, you know, you know, blase, blase. And then, you know, through her, you know, she fucked with Wayne. And so then I know that you done met Wayne or, you know, you um, you rock with this person and you can get in the Grammy party and you can do this. And, you know, everybody, a lot of people wanted to come around in February because they knew February, March, it depends on when, you know, um, the Grammy Awards were, but everybody, I mean, for people that don't know, there's a big buildup to the Grammys, right? You have all of these parties and you have these shows and these exhibits and everything like that. And so they knew, oh, um, D can get us in some of these parties for sure, you know? And so people were around for that type of shit. They were around for that type of shit. They came around and my dumb ass like, yeah, you know, come on, I got you, you know, but it was really because I wanted to be accepted because I was alone. I didn't have anybody, right? And I, nobody, the people that I really wanted to be there didn't really want to, I guess I shouldn't say they didn't want to be there. They didn't want to be a part of that. They wanted to be there. They wanted to be in my life. They wanted to see me thrive and succeed, but they didn't want to be a part of the, the demise and the downfall, the dope fiend shit, right? Um, and so getting my shit together, right? Or us getting our shit together, right? Because this is about us, right? I just use me as the example to build off of, you know, to share. Um, but when we start getting our shit together, um, people start looking at us. And then they become unsupportive, right? I mean, the first giveaway for me is always... It's the likes on social media. Do you wait a minute, D? Do you do shit for likes on social media? Absolutely not. But I do like to share blessings. Not all of my blessings, because everybody don't need to know all of your blessings, right? Because they if they know ahead of time that was me too. I let people know shit prematurely, and then some shit would not work out, and then I'm wondering why that didn't work out. Well, that's because you had too many motherfuckers in on it, and they probably was praying that it didn't succeed god damn it and guess what it didn't fucking succeed but i never understood that until it took some wise people it took me they took my mom and my aunt and she knows who she is um to say you gotta stop letting everybody know your moves right um i was excited when i graduated from college and all of that so i wanted to let everybody to know but then i was ready to let them know that i was going back again baby you know i'm getting this bachelor's in social work now baby and all of that and it's like chill i wouldn't let nobody know shit until i'm walking across the stage or until i walked it and i it, that was very difficult for me because so much of my early adulthood was up and down, up and down, not truly successful, not nearly as successful as I am now, you know, our blessings do um, to the most high, but um, <clears throat> I wanted to share everybody, like, look, I'm not that dope fiend motherfucker anymore that everybody talked about and thought about and looked down on and all of that shit, I got my shit together and I want all of y'all to know. Yep. Um, and so I had to learn that sometimes we have to move in silence, right? Um, and a lot of people were um, totally surprised and caught off guard that um, that my husband and I had been married for the amount of time that we actually had been married. And so um, they're asking, like, why are you guys ashamed to be married and all of this? And they was like, no, um, we wanted to spend that time um, 
with us and enjoying it and being happy. And we chose to let everybody know when we chose to let everybody to know. We wanted everybody to know. Um, and it's like, because sometimes, man, like I said, people will knock some shit down or hope some shit don't succeed or they will try to destroy some shit, right? Um, I've had relationships or what I thought was relationships, but now I'm being actually in a true um, loving and um, a very mature adult relationship. I was not in a relationship. I was in these uh, situations, right? But you get too many people involved and then now they got, they got your boot things Facebook and then this and they got the number and then you do one thing and then they text him like oh see you need to leave the you know the ain't no good for you you know blah 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 or vice versa you know and um so it's like some things have to be kept um to close to the chest because if you don't Sometimes shit will not happen because they're, I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even like capping, no cap. People will pray that you don't, that one thing does not work out in your favor because that'd be one less thing that they have to try to compete with you against, right? Um, our kid, right? Um, our son, we chose to keep that a secret too. As any other, sometimes, you know, especially like, um, couples that, um, might struggle um with the impregnation process right and they choose to go ivf or a surrogate um sometimes they won't tell people until um they're further along in the pregnancy because they've had three four five miscarriages and they um uh, don't want to quote unquote jinx it or whatever like that um and and our situation was no different right um i think that if anything um people um, society as a whole will kind of say, well, these two guys are trying to parent a kid, right? Um, and this kid is going to grow up confused and people are going to make fun of this kid because this kid got um, two dads and all of that. You know, the normal shit that um, society has programmed them to think like and act like, right? Um, because that's me. Because I've had that shit happen and since I've let everybody, some people know where we're at with this pregnancy, right? Uh, people want to act like, uh, how's that going to work? Hello, everybody. Happy Sunday. This is your host, D Woods, and you're rocking with me. On two scoops with Dre. Today is August 14, 2022. Um, I appreciate everyone that tuned in last week. I appreciate all of the feedback that I I got. It was absolutely amazing. Um, I love you all. Um, I can't begin to thank you for your kind words and your support and the traffic on the website. Uh, Everything from Amazon to Apple Music to Deezer, um, you guys definitely had everything popping. And so, um, <clears throat> I wanted to start off with that, just saying thank you guys. Um, I am truly humbled and grateful to um, everyone that has reached out and supported and downloaded and purchased. And um, things are only going to keep getting better. So, um, 
thank you guys so much for um for everything um i just truly appreciate it <clears throat> um so the first things first um you know this week uh you know we lost and hesh um the actress you know an accident um a very very sad and a series of unfortunate events so um prayers go out to all of her family and friends and loved ones and fans uh myself included being a fan um you know phenomenal actress such a great talent um just sad to you know hear about that this week and uh you know like i said prayers go out to her and her family um but today today what i wanted to talk about is um when you're down when i'm talking about down down in the trenches doing bad um nowhere to turn to nobody to turn to um because one thing that i said and that you all know and for the new people that are coming in um i am going to always be completely transparent um i chose and choose to be very vocal about this part of my life and uh the past the present and the future where life is going um where i've been and um the road that i'm on now um so first before we um dive into everything there's a couple of um shout outs that i i definitely uh i need to um you know definitely do so first things first you know um i would definitely like to you know thank god for blessing me with this opportunity again to um get back on such a great platform and you know be uh an asset to so many people's lives and including my own um like to thank my mom for sure. She was like, what do I need to download? How do, I want to support you. Um, you know, I would like to, you know, definitely give a special shout out to my um, significant other. Um, he knows who he is. He he rides. It's my better half. Um, best friend, confidant, supporter. Um, stays up countless hours. Um, killing shit in here with these uh the stuff on the on the website on the blog um learning to do all of these different things because at this point like i said last week we're choosing to keep a lot of this in-house versus last time where i was you know dealing with publishing um houses and contracts and and all of that good stuff you know down the line who's to say what's going to happen but right now we're choosing to keep all of this internal in the woods household so that means that um there's a lot of stepping up our skills um for both of us and you know he's definitely been killing shit you know he is the real goat um he does his thing all the way around um great best friend great partner uh ride or die um phenomenal father um son so you know i appreciate you and i i love you definitely um don't even have to say that um my cousin jessica um who chimes in and gives feedback on the website all of the time what needs to be changed what needs to do this definitely making sure that you know at two scoops with dre we stay on top of our shit um 
<clears throat> so I wanted to take this opportunity to, you know, give her some thanks too. Uh, my friend, Hot Boy Josh, you know who you are. Uh, appreciate you um, jumping in and downloading and, you know, trying to spread the word and get everything out there too. Um, so, you know, I definitely wanted to say thank you to those few people. And there's so many more, so don't feel left out. You will get shouted out at some point. But those people were on my heart today to let everyone know um, just how much they're killing shit for me. Uh, and I appreciate it. Uh, everyone here at Two Scoops with Dre appreciates it. Um, all of the fans appreciate all your hard work. Um, so thank you guys. So going back to what we were talking about, and and this week's title is of this episode is the miseducation of D Woods, right? Um, we've heard of the miseducation of so many people, right? Um, and so tonight, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the miseducation that um, was bestowed upon me, if if I should say, right? Um, and life's ups and downs, the journey that I've been on, that I've endured, um, and how it got me to where I am now, right? Um, and where I'm going and in the process, the people around you. And how those people um, sometimes will rally around you at your lowest point in life. But when you start to get back up, nobody's around or they don't want to support you. Um, they seemingly support you when you're down or they are supporting you when you're down because you're down. And that makes them feel good about themselves, right? Um, because you don't really pose a threat to their success and their well-being. And I always said this shit. And actually, Corinne, um, Elizabeth, actually, we say this all of the time. People want you to do good. They just don't want you to do better than them, right? Um, but really, some people don't want you to do even a little bit of a good, right? Um, so I've had, I've been, I literally have lived, um, coast to coast and toe to toe. I've met so many people, so many quote unquote, and I'm using air quotes, friends, um, the family calling, uh, my mom, mom, and my grandmother, granny, and my little brother, little bro, and I love you and this and this and that. Right. And all the while it's based off of what um, what can be done what can be done from from me to benefit them in some way but still keeping me down not giving me too much um keeping me in the addiction and the problem um all the while watching them grow and keeping me stagnant right and some people are like, hey, D, what are you talking about? Um, that's not all of them to blame. No, it's not. But when some people are in a position to be helpful or give you that 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 shoulder to lean on or, or step on, I guess I should say, and they choose not to, because why? Because they know if you step the fuck up, then it's going to be a motherfucking problem. So um, I want to... I don't actually want to apologize, but I do want everyone to know that there is profanity used on this podcast because I speak freely and I speak and I bring who I am to the table and I will not switch up who I am to 
try to appease someone so if you're trying to listen to this at work and you don't have your airpods or your earphones in earbuds i suggest that you get them or if not if you're around your friends and y'all can listen to this shit together then that's what you do but don't listen to this if you know you're gonna um get some slack for it some flack excuse me um from um your bosses at church, wherever you may choose to be wanting to listen to Two Schools of Dre because I know you guys want to take me everywhere with you and I want to go everywhere you guys go. So I appreciate it. But once again, it says in the um, in the outline right of the podcast, adult content, not safe for work, 18 plus explicit content. So just be prepared. Sometimes I might go... Um, without using profanity and then sometimes he may be loaded so um just know that but um okay so people right um i've like i said i've lived coast to coast toe to toe um i've endured a lot of different people people um wanting to help me people that know my talent people that know this they know that um but do they really help me in, in a productive way no, they help keep me down, right? Because, I mean, I don't want to sound egotistical, but it's going to sound egotistical, so fuck it, right? Um, I was fortunate enough to, you know, have that type of support growing up where, you know, education was stressed, right? Um, From my mother, I will say, from my mom. And I had some, some role models, you know, um, the women in the family definitely modeled um, the importance in education and success. So I did know that education was important and there was no not doing homework or any of that shit. It was like, nope, you're doing this. This is what you're doing. You want to strive for this. Um, you want to have your picture in every um, every club in the yearbook as possible. You want to go to school. You want to go to college. You want to do this. You want to do that. And at times it seemed very attractive. And I think honestly, deep down inside, I really wanted to do all of those things. I just didn't necessarily know how to do all of those things. And I also lacked help asking for help. I didn't have humility to say, hey, help me. Because a lot of people were still asking me to this day. They'll say, hey, D, what is one of the things that you regret the most? And I'll say, not going to college immediately. Um. And, you know, taking me, um, you know, some time to actually get there. Um, because I didn't really understand the level of importance. And then when I did go to college, it was like, um, it was a party house. That's what I chose to, you know, I left and I went to school. I went to a, a really great school in, in Minnesota and, um, hanging out with the frat guys and you know and the sororities and all of those people and um i didn't really exercise the right to education right i exercised my right to party and that's exactly what i did and so um i excelled very well in school and academics and all of that stuff um so I say all of that to say, I guess you could say I'm pretty fucking smart. Um, I would say I'm pretty smart. And I think that anyone that actually truly knows me would definitely say the same thing, too. Um, and I try to give the education away to people uh, freely. I've always loved books. I've always loved reading. I love writing. 
Um, I've always tried to learn something, even still to this day. I try to tell people, people that I mentor, at the end of the night, you want to lay your head down um, with knowing that you've attained something new from that day, some new form of knowledge, right? Because it's extremely important. And I don't care if it's um, Wikipedia or watching the History Channel or National Geographic, um, but you need to learn something. And so I've always tried to push for that, and I try to push other people to do the same thing. Um, and so when my head is on straight, right, uh, I know what to do, how to do it, how to go about doing it, and I make shit happen. Um, but there's this other side of me that, like I said earlier, going to the back to college and the partying and the drugs and the alcohol. That's a part of me that. Um, that I love and I live for partying and the turn up and like being the life of the party except for me I don't know when the fuck to stop partying right we go out for the weekend I go to the club everybody's drinking doing this smoking a blunt um I go home and I'm still doing that I'm still doing the partying I'm still kicking it and drinking and snorting and doing this and that. And it's already Tuesday and everybody's like, what the fuck, D? Like, you still turned up? And so time started to pass by. And so some of those key players um, and some of those really great people in my life, those friends and um, certain family members were kind of like, all right, well, you need to get your shit together or you don't want to get your shit together. I don't want to be a part of the destruction and the demise of D Woods, right? And so um, I would latch on to these false families and these false hopes and um, because my family was the problem, right? That's what I used to say. It was my family. They were the problem. They didn't understand me. Uh, so I want to go over here where my friend's mom smokes blunts and snorts cocaine with her. And that's the thing to do. I wish I had that type of mom. How crazy is that? Just saying that aloud right now. Um, and having the mature mind that I have, that is absolutely insane. Because I could not even remotely think of um, doing those types of things today with, you know, with my son, you know, and, and God willing, you know, in the next less than a year, um, daughter too, you know, um, we'll talk a lot more about that, but yes, no, we are, um, my husband and I are aiming for a daughter, um, to accompany our beautiful son. And so that way he's not the only child and, you know, um, give some beautiful, sweet, daughter uh, uh, a beautiful life too um so like i said god willing and you know like i said we will definitely um follow and our journey into parenting is well documented and footage and um clips of those will start to be released um soon on um vimeo and some other streaming platforms um there's some stuff that's still being worked out um stuff that we're still doing um, so, you know, so thank you. Um, and I appreciate, you know, your support and all your encouragement with that too. Um, it's been super, super duper helpful. Um, and I want to say, um, yeah. So with that, right, these people are coming around and, um, 
I want these things and um it's kind of like dre like um what can you do for me right in a sense uh whether it be i need you to babysit my kids i need you to clean my house here i'll buy you some heroin to um so that way you're not going through withdrawal so that way you can function so that way you can be molly the maid right um and knowing that everything else is kind of being pushed to the side, right? Because when I get in that mode, I ain't really thinking about school or education. Actually, I, I would still try to learn things. I remember I would get like really high and uh, get on Wikipedia or National Geographic and be learning shit. And I have my little notebook with all these little scribblings and writings and poems and, and short stories and contacts and things like that. And um, little things that I would see or people or places or things and I would write them down and go back and do further research on them. So I can't discredit myself and say that I wasn't still even trying to learn then. But I wasn't <clears throat> fully coherent and present and having that true desire uh, to learn right I remember I would be so bitter at watching everyone else live their life and go to school and graduate and getting married and having babies and buying houses and shit I would be so bitter there was a part of me that was um there was a part of me that was really sincere and sincerely happy for everyone and then there was the other half of me that I was just like what the fuck what about me I'm fucking 25, 28, 29, 30 years old, and I don't have shit. It's truly shit of my own. Okay, I got some Armani and some Burberry and some shit like that, but I don't have anything to um, secure my future or to be uh, living a better life, right? I have no bank accounts. I have no cars in my name. I have some clothes. Majority of them were probably stolen. Um, only thing that I have to my name is the thief, the drug addict. Um, and <clears throat> uh, the people that I surrounded myself with chose to keep me there, like I said. Um, and that's how I thought the rest of my life was going to be. Um and so sometimes people like i said way earlier when we first started this you know 20 minutes ago is that um people can know your capabilities and your strengths and your weaknesses and they'll focus on the weaknesses and keep you there rather than trying to help you um with your strengths and your abilities to succeed because um, they know that you truly are a threat when you are in a clear state of sound mind and body and you can really make some shit happen for yourself. Right. Um, so they feel bad. They feel bad. Again, I'm going to say that again. They feel fucking bad when you on top of your motherfucking shit. When you on top of your shit, they think that they ain't shit. Because they're too busy trying to compare themselves to you. Too busy trying to compare themselves to you. Because they so busy looking at when you were strung out on dope. And you were around here and you were stealing shit from everybody. Nobody wanted you around. You running in and out of stores. You picking up cigarette butts off the ground. Rolling cigarettes. You begging for a dollar. You stealing quarters. You doing this. You stealing people's credit card information. You stealing from the people that you love the most. They like it when you stay there.
They like it when you stay there. Because they feel good about themselves. And I know you motherfuckers know I'm not lying to you. Right? Um, I remember everything that I just shared was actually a part of, of, of my story. The picking up random cigarettes off of the ground, um, stealing from all my loved ones, feeling extremely bad while I'm doing it. But also, none of them really wanted to fuck with me. And I can't really blame them. Now, like, okay, you didn't want to fuck with me. Okay. I wouldn't want to have fucked with me either. Right? Um, but then, the people that were okay with what you were doing. Right? Um, they were okay with you stealing from your family. Because they knew that they were going to benefit and they were going to get high from it too. They knew that they were going to get some fucking cigarettes and they was going to get some dope and they was going to party and alcohol and you treating and you're going to the club and y'all going to Wendy's and y'all doing this. And if you hit a big enough sting that you're going to be living a good life for like a week. Okay. And so they're not going to tell you, no, D, that is absolutely insane. You better not do that shit. Um, hey, let's sober up and let's go get a job where, hey, let's, when I say let's, I mean, Sometimes they could be in that same situation too, or they could be sober, but they just want to keep you down, right? Because they want to have something to talk about, right? Um, they look at their little boring ass lives with no excitement and their little minimum wage job that they've been in and haven't progressed and annual reviews come and they still fucking suck and they get um, written up and they change jobs every, excuse me, they change jobs every um Every time the wind blows, right? They know when you on your shit, oh, you on your shit, right? Life is beautiful. Um, you are truly blessed. You have all of these things, right? And some people are praying on your downfall and your demise. I'm not lying to y'all. Y'all know I'm not lying. Um, and that was um, the story of me and all of those people. But see, one thing for sure is that eventually, oh, I woke up and I cleared my mind from all of the haze, right? And then I had to re-evaluate re everybody that was in my life. And there were some people that through all of that, that were um, extremely loyal, supporting and encouraging. They weren't supportive of the addiction, but they're like, hey, let's get you off of drugs. Let's get you in the treatment. Let's do this. Let's focus on this writing career and let's focus on this and um, the blogging and, and share your gifts with the world. Let's focus on that. I'm not here to support any of the other bullshit. And so those people, um, they were no brainers for me to keep around. And then there were the other people, like I said, um, the ones that uh, supported the problem and chose to keep me in the problem uh, because they're in the problem, right? Or their little minimum wage job, they felt really good about. They, you know, you might get employee of the month. Okay. Uh, but they know when you be getting back on your shit or when you own your shit, woo, it's terrible. It's painful. And it's painful sometimes for people to actually see you fucking succeed. It's painful. It's painful for them. But just because, just like I said, I was that guy that when I would see somebody, you know, get newly engaged or, you know, just bought a house or shit, even an apartment. And I'm like, oh. Here I am, stuck. Stuck. And for me to actually succeed 
and to do well and thrive, I knew that I had to separate myself from a lot of those people, okay? Um, and that's what I chose to do. And some of it was, some of them were rather easy to separate from, and some of them were kind of fucking hard. Some of them were hard in a sense uh, because I felt like they loved me or they had my best interest or they were down and they were in my corner and they rode with me through thick and thin. They used to ride with me to go hit this leg and they did this. And when I didn't have nowhere to stay, they let me sleep in their closet. Hello, closet. First of all, right? That makes no sense, but that's how distorted my thinking was. My thinking was distorted, right? I had this problem and, uh, I remember some people would just try to use me for some connections. You know, they're like, oh, well, you know, you know, blase, blase. And then, you know, through her, you know, she fucked with Wayne. And so then I know that you done met Wayne or, you know, you uh, you rock with this person and you can get in the Grammy party and you can do this. And, you know, everybody, a lot of people wanted to come around in February because they knew February, March, it depends on when, you know, um, the Grammy Awards were, but everybody, I mean, for people that don't know, there's a big buildup to the Grammys, right? You have all of these parties and you had these shows and these exhibits and everything like that. And so they knew, oh, um, D can get us in some of these parties for sure, you know? And so people were around for that type of shit. They were around for that type of shit. They came around and my dumb ass like, yeah, you know, come on, I got you, you know, but it was really because I wanted to be accepted because I was alone. I didn't have anybody, right? And I, nobody, the people that I really wanted to be there didn't really want to, I guess I shouldn't say they didn't want to be there. They didn't want to be a part of that. They wanted to be there. They wanted to be in my life. They wanted to see me thrive and succeed, but they didn't want to be a part of the, the demise and the downfall, the dope fiend shit, right? Um, and so getting my shit together, right? Or us getting our shit together, right? Because this is about us, right? I just use me as the example to build off of, you know, to share. Um, but when we start getting our shit together, um, people start looking at us and then they become unsupportive, right? I mean, the first giveaway for me is always, it's the likes on social media. Do you, wait a minute, D, do you do shit for likes on social media? Absolutely not. But I do like to share blessings. Not all of my blessings because everybody don't need to know all of your blessings, right? Because they they know ahead of time that was me too. I let people know shit prematurely and then some shit would not work out. And then I'm wondering why that didn't work out. Well, that's because you had too many motherfuckers in on it and they probably was praying that it didn't succeed god damn it and guess what it didn't fucking succeed but i never understood that until it took some wise people it took me they took my mom and my aunt and she knows who she is um to say you gotta stop letting everybody know your moves right um i was excited when i graduated from college and all of that so i wanted to let everybody to know but then i was ready to let them know that i was going back again baby you know i'm getting this bachelor's in social work now baby and all of that and it's like chill i wouldn't let nobody know shit until i'm walking across the stage or until i walked it and i it, that was very difficult for me because so much of my early adulthood was up and down, up and down, not truly successful, not nearly as successful as I am now, you know, our blessings do um, to the most high, but um, 
I wanted to share everybody. Like, look, I'm not that dope fiend motherfucker anymore that everybody talked about and thought about and looked down on and all that shit. I got my shit together and I want all of y'all to know. Yep. Um, and so I had to learn that sometimes we have to move in silence, right? Um, and a lot of people were, um, totally surprised and caught off guard that, um, that my husband and I have been married for the amount of time that we actually have been married. And so, um, they asking like, why are you guys ashamed to be married and all of this? And there's like, no, um, we wanted to spend that time, um, with us and enjoying it and being happy and we chose to let everybody know when we chose to let everybody to know we wanted everybody to know um and it's like because sometimes man like i said people will knock some shit down or hope some shit don't succeed or they will try to destroy some shit right um i've had relationships or what i thought was relationships but now being actually in a true um loving and um a very mature adult relationship. I was not in a relationship. I was in these uh, situations, right? But you get too many people involved, and then now they got they got your boot things, Facebook, and then this, and they got the number, and then you do one thing, and then they text in like, oh, see, you need to leave the, you know, the ain't no good for you, you know, blah 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 blah, or vice versa, you know, and um, so. It's like some things have to be kept um, to close to the chest because if you don't, sometimes shit will not happen because there. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not even like capping. No cap. People will pray that you don't. That one thing does not work out in your favor because that'll be one less thing that they have to try to compete with you against. Right? Um, our kid right um our son we chose to keep that a secret too as any other sometimes you know especially like um couples that um might struggle um with the impregnation process right and they choose to go ivf or a surrogate um sometimes they won't tell people until um they're further along in the pregnancy because they've had three, four, five miscarriages and they um, don't want to quote unquote jinx it or whatever like that. Um, and, and, and our situation was no different, right? Um, I think that if anything, um, people, um, society as a whole will kind of say, well, these two guys are trying to parent a kid, right? Um, and this kid is going to grow up confused and people are going to make fun of this kid because this kid got um, two dads and all of that. You know, the normal shit that um, society has programmed them to think like and act like, right? Um, because that's me. Because I've had that shit happen. And since I've let everybody, some people know where we're at with this pregnancy, right? Uh, people want to act like, uh how's that gonna work they'll say how is that shit gonna work right how is you and your kid um how are you having this kid actually gonna work 
And the thing is, is it's going to because that's what we do. Um, it's all about parenting. We grow. We are firm believers in um, having these um, educating our kids about genders and um, gender identities and sexual identities and uh, pushing for that. Right. And not having our kids grow up ignorant and blinded and stereotyped and um, toxic masculinity and toxic femininity. That is definitely something that we are not fucking around with and choosing to do. We um, definitely want to, um, you know, um, love our kids and support them and, and um, wish for the best. However, everybody's not too happy about us. Uh, becoming parents and um they wonder where we sleep at at night and what we got going on and all types of weird shit that doesn't even really fucking matter to anybody because at the end of the day i'm not checking or worried about where somebody's sleeping and my thing is as long as you got a roof over your head and you safe and you surrounded with um those that love you and you and your significant other that's all that fucking matters to me god damn it that's all that matters to me and everybody not like that and people will um they hate they hate when you succeed they hate that you have elevated you you've cleared your mind up you you're getting your shit together you done got married you got your some babies um you got your place you got your car too um you living good you're eating good um they don't like that because now they got to try to compare their fucking life to yours. And, oh, it's going to be hell for them to do. And they got to figure out how they're going to be able to keep up with your Gucci and gold. And they don't have it themselves, right? Um, They got to try to get a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend that's better than yours with the hopes of um being married and having a wedding that looks better than yours. Your honeymoon, they have to compare to that. You went to Mexico, they have to make sure that they go to Puerto Rico or the DR. I'm not lying, man. I ain't lying. And the thing is, y'all know I'm not fucking lying. That's the crazy shit. But see, people, people want to keep you in the fucking problem, man. I promise you they do. And so, uh, I thank you guys for tonight, man. We're going to get more into this. We're actually going to have part two of this next week. So, chime in, download, share, like, support, um, just, you know, thank you for rocking with Two Scoops with Dre. Uh, you guys have a safe and blessed week, and we out of here.